Welcome to the Kingdom Community. Many in the body of Christ long for authentic community and a spiritual family to belong to. We exist to connect, equip, and send you into the world to fulfill your destiny and advance the kingdom of God on the earth. To learn more about us, please visit kingdomcommunity.global. We look forward to hearing from you. Everybody, Glenn Blakeney, welcome to the Kingdom Community Show. Hey, I am so glad that you have joined us today. It's going to be an awesome time. My guest is Y.E. Schmidt. She's going to be sharing about her journey and how God is using her to raise up a generation that are kings that walk in their calling and purpose, creating wealth on the earth in order to see the kingdom of God advance. It's going to be an awesome interview and discussion. I know you're going to like it. Just before I bring my guest on, let me tell you about the kingdom community. The kingdom community is all about authentic community, building and relationships in order to advance the kingdom of God. We are here to connect equip and see you sent out to fulfill your purpose in the kingdom of God. If you want to learn more about how you can connect with the kingdom community, visit the website kingdomcommunity.global. We also have an online television network called Kingdom Community TV. You can download our apps, Roku, Amazon Fire, Google, Apple TV. We've also have mobile apps on Android and iOS. Head over to the website to learn more, kingdomcommunity.tv. Well, my guest, as I said, is Y.E. Schmidt, a former attorney turned prolific global investor. And she's been teaching the word of God for over 12 years with authenticity, passion, and powerful testimonies, focusing on the areas of king's identity and wealth building. She's got a book that's coming out soon, guys. It's a very powerful book. I know you're going to want to get it. And uh, she can be found on social media. You can follow her on Facebook at Kings and Wealth. And uh, I know that you're you're going to really benefit from following her. The website is kingsandwealth.com, Instagram, Kings and Wealth as well. And so welcome, everyone, uh, to the show, Y.E. Schmidt. Bless you. Thank you for joining us. So glad you're here with us. Thank you, Apostle Glenn. I am so honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, truly an honor. And let's just start off with who are you and what has God called you to do? I know you, as I mentioned in the introduction, there was a big change and shift from being an attorney to doing what you're doing now. So please tell us all about that. It's a long story. I am, after all, 52 years. So where do we start? (laughs) I'm 52 years old, but I started my journey in Singapore. I grew up, how would I put it? I want to choose the right words because it's just so important. But at the same time, I want to let people know all this amazing title and introduction that you gave to me. It's not, I wasn't born with all that stuff. Mm. I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Mm-hmm. I was born in, a, in, I would say, the ghettos wow. in 1969. Wow. An area where they would call it the ghettos. And mm-hmm. um, like the, uh, uh, I, I did talk a little bit about it in the book that uh, just about maybe 100 yards away from where I was growing up, there was a serial killer that was not too far away. Wow. Yes, and um, and he was 
he was a predator、yeah. of、uh, young children in my neighborhood. Oh no! Terrible. Point that I want to make is in the rough neighborhood that I was growing up, God had His hand on me,、mm. and I wasn't touched in any way.、Mm. Praise God! Yeah, I wasn't touched in any way, and so、um, as a child, I I was very focused on school, performing well in school,、right. because at that time, I already had the idea that okay, how do I get out of this? We were surrounded with poverty. We were surrounded with brokenness. It's just my family at that time, you know, when、mm-hmm. I was growing up, and I did witness a lot of abuse as well growing up.、Um, but I didn't know God.、Uh, we had different gods in our household,、yeah. but not the true and living God.、Mm-hmm. So, even as a ten-year-old, I remember my dad, who was. An alcoholic. He's he's gone on, he's gone on. He's passed on.、Uh, he was an alcoholic. But he he told me he said, "Look, with the way you are, you like to talk so much. You better make sure you make something out of your life. Why don't you try being a lawyer? Since you are able to just keep arguing and 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 talking back with every time you open your mouth. So make sure you do something out of your life. And guess what? That actually stuck. That actually、wow. stuck because I saw education." As with many people, I saw education as a way of getting out of po- poverty. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and、um, ho and below. When I got to law school, sadly, I ran into somebody that was also abusive.、Mm. Sadly, like my dad was towards my mom when I was growing up,、mm. and that got me to question. You know, what is there out there? I, I'm supposed to be on my way to being a successful lawyer, and here I am. I'm stuck in the same situation that my mother was for like 20 years of her life, you know. And so that was the time when I started questioning. And I remember, and I'm sharing my testimony. I want people to know that that God has a way of coming in in the most unexpected moments and、Amen. turn things and turn things around. And I remember I was. Slept around by this very abusive man as a young person, twenty-one years old, you know. And、um, there was one day when he hit me so hard, I was just shoved onto the rug in the university dormitory room, and I was crying, I was sobbing on the carpet, and just lying down. I was thinking, if there is a God out there, if you do exist. You get me out of this. You rescue me out of this. I don't know if there's a God out there, and because all I could see was as a 21 years old, per, a 21 year old person going to graduate from law school, instead of thinking of a bright future, I'm thinking of killing myself. Then、mm. I couldn't. Yeah. And so that was going through my mind, and so I was sobbing, I was crying. Ho and below, the weeks that followed that incident. All of my Christian friends from law school reached out to me and started talking to me about the love of Jesus. <laughs> wow! Awesome! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, praise God! And so, yes, and so I went on, you know, finished law school, went to have a law career. But before that, I accepted Jesus into my life. Awesome! Yeah, praise God! Amen! And. How did that、um, affect you in terms of your career and your future? 
you know, and, and, and as we know, if we've been with Jesus for a while, right. right? The enemy comes. And so I went through my season of wilderness for as much as 15 years after I got saved. And that was, um, I would say it's a, a long, long time. Um, but I'm, I was hopeful throughout. And I think being an attorney for almost 10 years of my life, that has actually been a very, very, very good time of training my mind to think in a professional way and also working on a level of excellence that has shaped me in a very fundamental way. Mm -hmm. And also understanding that God has given us natural giftings as well as the mind of Jesus Christ, which in itself, I think that is a supernatural thing because that's part of our DNA. And so I, I can go on. I mean, like, I believe my attorney background has really helped me in the area of teaching the Bible. Mm-hmm. So that makes it real easy for me to go right into the Bible, to really just, just devour the word. Yeah. And, and yet challenge it because that's my attorney DNA speaking. You know, like if I'm looking at the word and I'm asking the Lord, I'm like, are you sure, Lord? I need to see some proof. I want some testimony. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, so, I understand. <laughs> you understand. Yeah. So, you know, that, that the attorney background has, has really served me well as a Bible mm. teacher. But the attorney background has also really served me well in giving me a commercial mindset mm-hmm. that is not common. You know, mm-hmm. understanding how businesses work, understanding how uh, you need to, to, to be diligent in order to build a business from the ground up. You know, mm-hmm. and that really served me well. My, my late husband, he was also an attorney. That's how we connected in, within the profession. And so I spent, like a lot of people, I'm sure in your audience as well, like, you know, I spent also just a lot of time supporting him as a, and, and t- took care of my kids and uh, put my attorney career for a while while I was at home for a season. And yeah. then later on when my kids were a little older, I started, we started talking about how do I, you know, put my skill set to use. And, and I, and being in Germany, I couldn't really be the kind of attorney that I used to in Hong. I was an attorney in Hong Kong. I was an attorney in Singapore, you know, okay. but I couldn't do the same career when I got to, to Germany. And, uh, you know, so that's why I started going onto the entrepreneurial route, and uh, a few years ago, I, I also started learning how to, um, you know, I wouldn't say play, but I started investing in the stock market as well, you know. And so I wanted to get going what the Lord has given me in terms of um, the talents that he's given me, yeah, yeah. The, the intellectual talents. But at the same time, understanding that a lot of a lot of things that we do in the natural can be guided by the Holy Spirit supernaturally. Mm-hmm. And I've seen supernatural results in our family's journey of building wealth. Yeah. And so, yes, my husband and I, my late husband and I, we, over 10 years, we built a multi-million uh, real estate portfolio um, okay. in, in Frankfurt, uh, in, in Germany, Singapore. Yeah. The last few years, I have also gone on, um, since he passed in, in October 2018, 
Um, I've also went deeper into the area of global investing, something I absolutely love. So I'm also a tech investor, and I'm also an investor in in some in, in some of the funds that uh, you mentioned in the introduction. You know, I'm yeah. I'm connected with a lot of high net worth people. Uh, but all of this, I find that is is a, a very central part of who we're supposed to be as kingdom people. Yeah. To really go out into the world. And yeah, and that's what. That's exactly, you know, obviously where, where we're headed in this interview here. But I, I just want to mention something because, I, you know, I watched one of your videos when you were talking about Joseph and in the book of Genesis and how he pivoted. That was your word. And obviously you've had to pivot in your life. You pivoted from, from living in other countries, you know, coming out of, out of real difficult situations and then most recently into becoming a global investor from formerly being an attorney. And so it's this time right now, I think, Y.E., where a lot of people are pivoting. I know we're doing that personally. And it just seems to be that God is trying to move his people. Um, I'm not so much saying that we're all stopping what we used to do. Like, for example, if you're a pastor, you may not be stopping being a pastor, but there's just some new things happening. Let, let's talk a, a little bit about the importance of pivoting and and why God um, wants us to pivot. Can you just speak into that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just love it that you picked that up. Yes, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed that particular life. I mean, the, the point that I want to make in that in that life is is that God is constantly giving us strategies to deal with a particular situation. And so when I speak about pivoting, I'm talking about developing a new strategy. If, if, if I want to go into the word again, um, let's start with the word. I mean, I, I always start with the word. When Jacob had to pivot when he was with Laban. And when he was, when he was constantly, how would I put it? I think ambush would be the right word. He was ambushed by his own father-in-law over and over again, you know, with very adverse circumstances. And how did he overcome that? With new strategies, right? And suddenly he, he wanted to get away, but he could never get away. And, and, and he came up with a new strategy. And, and that's what basically, you know, that turned out that in the end, all of, all of the, 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 the flops that he started with a small amount and suddenly he had, he had all of them, the speckled. And, uh, you know, and the speckled and, 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 and so, but the Lord gave all those flocks to him. He had a new strategy that the Lord gave him. And so I, I'm saying that right now, especially right now, I feel like we're in a tough time. The, the body of Christ is in a, is, is going through so much. I mean, we've, it's just not too long ago that we've just got the, uh, the decision on Roe versus Wade. Right. You know, I mean, we're living in a, t- a tumultuous time. We've just gone through it, just coming out of COVID. Right. And of course, for my personal family situation, we were already in a tragedy, uh, trying to get over tragedy before we got into COVID. That actually made us really strong throughout COVID, too, strangely wow. enough, because we, we were we were we were trying to survive our, our tra- tragedy. We were trying to get healing from the Lord. But the point is, I had to ke- keep pivoting. First, it was an unexpected death of my husband, you know, and we were working together to build wealth together in our family. I was also ministering as a minister. I was doing a lot of evangelizing and suddenly everything went to pieces when my husband passed unexpectedly. Mm. And suddenly I, I, 
I had to take over our entire portfolio. I had to take over the, the whole family business, but also just the family. I have two boys. Uh, they're right. 17 and one's 14. And, and that for me was the ultimate in pivoting. It's a very natural reaction to just curl up into our field position and just, you know, I had to mourn as well. I had to mourn, right. but, but the pivoting was very key for me. I mean, I remember the Lord just talking to me every single day, pivot, push, pivot, push, pivot, push. And I, I just had to tackle whatever that I had to tackle. Mm. Yeah. And in the end, and this is going to, this is all detail in my book. The, the toughest thing I was going through, you know, I ended up selling the properties that we had because we needed to pay the estate duty that's very, very hefty in, in, in Germany. Um, but at the same time, I had to rethink how are we going to get provision? But God had a lot bigger. He wasn't thinking provision. He was thinking abundance. He was thinking that he was going to bless me. And by the time I was done with sorting out the estate, I was in a better financial position wow. than I would have been if my husband were still there. So that in itself was, you know, a financial miracle. And so that was still in the middle of COVID that I was prospering financially when yeah. people were suffering, the, you know, industries were being wiped out. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and that for me was testament, testimony to God's goodness his super, you know, his willingness to release supernatural miracles. But at the same time, you know, it also shows that he's so willing to partner with, with us. And this is what I teach as well all the time, that we need to learn how to partner with the Holy Spirit mm. in just the everyday thing as well, just being faithful, being a good steward in our everyday. And that means also just being a hard worker and being a faithful steward in all that we do. Yeah, so good. Yeah, and it's so important that we we recognize that. You know, we were talking uh, before we went on the air about how many people have received prophetic promises, but there's also a responsibility that we have to hear from the Lord and and to develop strategies to be able to see the promises of God come to pass and fulfilled in our lives. I mean, sometimes the Lord says this is going to happen, and it just happens. But then there's times when He He gives us a, a vision. Like, you know, go in and possess the land. It's all yours. You're going to take it. But there was obviously strategy. There was a battle plans that had to be developed and so on. So you have moved from a place where you've not only uh, prospered personally, but now you have this message about kings and wealth. Um, you know, let's talk about that. Kings and wealth is really, um, is, is it a ministry? Is it a business? What exactly is it? What's your focus? What, what's it about? <laughs> well, talking about pivoting, I mean, like, I was going to talk a little bit more about pivoting, but we can go on all day because I'm pivoting all the time. <laughs> but you know what? When, when I, I, last word on pivoting. Pivoting is simply reflecting the move of the Holy Spirit. Because mm. the Holy Spirit is so creative. And mm. I feel like, he has deposited that in so many of us. You're creative in the ministry realm of, of, being, uh, of being an apostle, being a pastor, being, being a teacher, all that kind of stuff, right, as a priest. Right. And I'm also being creative in the king's area, in the business area, but I'm also creative in terms of, um, um, yes, in terms of ministering as a priest. So my kings and wealth is really a message, and I'm believing it's going to be a movement. Right now, it is 
very simple. Me organizing some teaching, putting out the message. I wrote a couple of articles a few years ago. It was really from the Lord, and it was published on Elijah List. And and I and and I felt like it is time to be getting out and pulling a whole new tribe that is probably either lost, forgotten, or hidden. Mm-hmm. And they're called kings. And when I say kings, I mean good old-fashioned, old covenant kings like David, Solomon, Hezekiah, one of my favorite, who's a fantastic reformer, by the way. You know, all these kings, that's an identity that's not spoken or taught very much about, I feel, in the kingdom. Hmm. And so I started exploring that identity, and the Lord even gave me supernaturally profiles of what kings look like in the secular realm and making connections with that. How do I make the connection? Because he also gave me the anointing of being an evangelist. And that's what I used to do for a long time. I was reaching out to people that are unsafe. And so as, as I'm moving this message along, hmm. one thing is, is to call out kings for Christ to build wealth for the kingdom. Hmm. The other is to call out kings that are also in the world and bring them into the fold. Because this was exactly what Jesus did when he left the 99 sheep in the fold to look for the hundredth sheep that was lost. And that's what he's about, that search and rescue mission for that lost sheep. Yeah, so good. Yeah, so in the book of Revelation, you know, obviously it talks about at least twice. I think there's three times where it talks about how we are kings and priests. So why don't you just unpack that? What does it mean? Is every believer both a king and a priest? And and if so, what what does that mean? Right. Well, let me stay on on on. That's really good. That's a that's actually one of my linchpin. Um, one of my linchpin verses that I always go to. It really simply, simply means that you and I, as a born-again believer, we have been deposited with the DNA of Jesus Christ. That's something that seems to be Mm. so, you know, we just take that for granted. But we are, we have, uh, we are a new creation. Mm -hmm. We have our new spirit being. We have the Holy Spirit inside of us. Of course, we have the DNA of Jesus. In fact, if you look at the word symptosis, uh, sorry, I might have said the, 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 the word not correct, not so correct as this. Sim, uh, I can't really pronounce that word very clearly. <laughs> My Greek is not very good. But the point is, you know, it is, it, is, it is said that we are joined and we are united with Christ at the point of being born again, which means that we have the same image and you and I were made in this image, right? We, you know, we, we have the same DNA as Jesus Christ. And therefore that means if Jesus is the King of Kings, then who are we? We are also Kings. He's the King of Kings. Who are, who, what's that plural Kings? People tend to say, Oh, this, these relate to political leaders or that Jesus is the King of the earthly rulers. And so people think in the, the realm of politics, politicians. But no, my my message is every born-again believer will have the same DNA as Jesus. That is the king of kings. That is, he's a king because he's a king. You and I are kings. And which means we have that potential to rise up to a whole new level, to reign and rule at the same level where he is in Ephesians 
to reign and rule alongside Him, the universe that is our inheritance. I don't know if that's kind of like really big for everybody to grasp. It still is. It really is for everybody to grasp. It's just so big. But in Ephesians, you and I are seated right next to Him, right? You know, spiritually, that's where we are. So that is that is just the epitome of ruling and reigning. And yes, we are called kings and priests in the book of Revelation. Um, we are also called to be priests. And I remember just talking to you about that. It's, if we are called to be priests, priests are also called to be kings. So when we talk about priests, we're talking about people who are pastors, people who are in, uh, who are, who are serving the body of Christ as a vocation. And I really want to speak to, I'm hoping to reach as many pastors as I can, that even pastors are called to be kings, to have the ability to lead, to be a strategic leader, to have the ability to have business skills, to have the ability to grow grow wealth, create income, create provision. So I'm saying that this is, what we have received at the time of being born again is the full package. That's what Jesus did for us. That's what he did for us. That's what he accomplished on the cross. You yeah. and I have a full package of being a king and a priest. Yeah, that's so good. And, you know, when we talk about apostolic leaders in the New Testament, um, there's something that a lot of us have, have failed to notice. And this relates to the area of wealth and finance. In the early church, there seemed to be this grace upon the apostles to be able to um, take wealth and use it to really impact um, and see transformation in cities and nations. So people would come and they lay, you know, they sell their property, they bring their resources, their finances, whatever, lay it at the feet of the apostles. And the apostles were the ones that would um, use that wealth in different ways and obviously for kingdom purposes. And I think what you just said, um, Yi, is so important that there is a calling on the fivefold ministry to be able to exercise through leadership, influence, wealth is, is so important. And I hear a lot of people talking about we're in the final in-gathering of harvest, the one billion soul harvest. And we want that and we need to see that. That's God's will. But we need resources. We need wealth to be able to go to these places um, and and get the gospel, to see the gospel go forth in different ways. So we need to amass wealth and then we need to release it for kingdom purposes. And, and I know that that's your heart, but let's just talk a little bit about some practical ways, you know, I think there's an anointing, obviously, that people have, there's a gift that God gives, and people who who don't, quote, unquote, know the Lord, um, you know, they're not born again, they, they're, they are still a sense in which, as those who made in the image and likeness of God, and who've been called to exercise dominion based on Genesis chapter one, they succeed. And, and many times, you know, people from certain nations of the world do a lot better. I think it has to do a lot with the mindset, but let, let's talk about that. How do, how do we shift into that place? Not abandoning, you know, advocating, oh, well, if you're a pastor, you need to go into the, 
marketplace or, you know, become an entrepreneur or whatever. But how do we shift in terms of moving to that place where we begin to uh, see the change happen and, and the resources that we need? I mean, practically, what would you what would you say? Right. Yeah. Well, firstly, I think the mindset part is is a very critical thing. It's a very critical thing. Before I come to the practical part of it, the, the mindset is something that we, um, as believers, I believe is so important to go into the word and and literally pull that transplant of the mindset that is already available to us. It was available to people like King David. It was available to people like King Solomon. Uh, th- these are people... Or Moses, I was just, uh, you know, going through going through Deuteronomy. I was going through Exodus the other day, Numbers, you know, and 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 it's that conquering mindset that is so prevalent in the Old Testament. I don't think we talk enough about that. What do I mean by the conquering mindset? It's it's the mindset of taking possession. We were just talking about it, taking land, possession. What does that mean? It simply means succeeding and doing. And this this is, I'm going to take it out of the world because I hear that all the time in my business circles. And I, I actually, I do love it. Whatever it takes, will you do whatever it takes to succeed? It's not a dirty word to succeed. We need to be saying that more often in the pulpit. And, and uh, this is not to... Let's use the words throw shade on pastors or anything. We all have the same DNA, you and me. So every, whether you're a pastor or not a pastor, every born again believer has the potential to live out, to become a king and a priest. That's the duality of it. It's it's embedded inside of us. And we have that potential to tap into it. So even a pastor, I'm not asking you to, uh, to abandon your post and become uh, you know, and go into business and abandon your post as as a pastor. Maybe you know what I'm saying is I want to give the tool set to even pastors to learn how to provide for himself because that's what Paul did. Paul said it real clear in Thessalonians. He said, "Well, you know, I do not want to be dependent on you. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. That's why he's a tent maker. And as far as I'm concerned, a tent maker will make him a real estate person in his day. So Paul is a real estate person in his day, you know, but he was able to use his hands and create income and provision for himself so that he was financially less dependent. And also, I think, giving a great example to the people of his time, the ministers of his time, Jesus, why would he even have the ability to be a carpenter? Have we ever thought about that? You know, why does he have that skill set to use his hands? I mean, he can do this, right? And a, a chair or a table would appear, or, you know, but he can actually sculpt wood into chairs and tables, you know? So he, and that, that was a natural skill. That was a natural skill that he, that he picked up. And so what I'm saying is, and in my teaching in Kings and Wealth, there's so much that we can tap into. He has given us the ability to create wealth with our hands, which I believe that is us working hard to develop those skills, to develop those natural talents. And that in- includes being diligent about education, whether it's learning about financial education, whether it is learning a skill, a trait. That's that's all part and parcel. And that, now I'm coming to the practical part. It is part and parcel of us learning how to develop income, provision, multiple streams, 
that takes actually work to learn new skill set.、Mm-hmm. And I cover all this in a in a very extensive way. Whether it's you're going to pick up my book or whether I, I welcome everybody to come to my conference, I talk about all this nonstop. I yeah, because I myself have had to walk the journey of being an attorney, becoming a real estate investor, and now I'm a global investor. I have different portfolios. I'm a, what they call a dive. I'm, I'm very big on the strat- strategy of Diversify investing, so I'm I understand how to pick up a, an industry and 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 actually think about, for instance, like I was sharing with you, in a month's time, I'm going to be acquiring a food truck here in in Frankfurt, so that I can start creating some cash flow. It's very popular right now in Frankfurt. So you know, I mean, it's like it's this business mindset, and that takes yeah, that takes a quite a bit of learning and and journey and and trial and error sometimes, trial and error, listening to the Lord for strategies, but also just You know, putting、uh, the pedal to the metal,、uh, where the rubber meets the road. You just have to start building from the ground up. Yeah, yeah, so good. And and I love that fact. You know, you referred to Deuteronomy eight. The Lord gives us power to create wealth. You know, in other words, it's part of the covenant, is what it says to confirm His covenant. But、yes. He gives us the power to create it. That implies we have to do something. We have to build. We have to work. So important, and I, I was just thinking about the whole idea of you know extreme socialism, where let's just make sure that everybody gets money. They don't have to work because you know I, I saw I saw an interview with、uh, Elon Musk recently, and he actually said this. He said we're moving into a time where machines are going to replace humans. And what's going to happen? He said, "Is there going to be a lot of people that don't have jobs, and we're going to have to governments are going to have to seriously think about just giving all these people money because they're not going to be able to do anything.、Uh, there won't be the job opportunities available like there used to be, and so we'll just give them money so that they're able to survive." Well, the problem with that, from a biblical perspective, the way I see it. Is God has told us that we have the power to create wealth, and that takes really it it fosters and perpetuates a welfare system that causes people really enables them to be irresponsible. But we have to change because God is wanting us to excel. The word you used is successful. It's not a dirty word. We can and are called to be successful. Whatever we do, we're. We're to do it all our heart is under the Lord. He is a God of excellence, and He wants us. You know, every look at the scriptures. It talks about how God has given us. Jesus said, "Life and life more abundantly." That word, "more abundantly," means super abundance to overflow, not just enough.、Uh, in fact, the same word is translated in Mark chapter six, verse fifty-one. Just saying this to Kingdom community. It literally means to overflow, or is translated Mark six fifty one beyond measure. God gives us, you know, beyond measure. So, and I'm not talking just about finances here. It's everything kingdom is beyond measure. So, guys, we're called to build. We're called to move beyond that. Whether it's in the ministry, your ministry should should succeed. It should grow. Your business, if you do both, whatever it may be. So let's just talk about your conference、uh, coming up, July sixteenth and seventeenth in Atlanta, Kings and Wealth Conference. 
and also your book, which will be out soon as well. But what's the conference about and how can people be part of that? Yeah, what I will be going into a lot of all these topics. Firstly, it's a two-day conference. It's a two-day conference. The first day will be biblical teaching plus a whole lot of sharing of testimony in my own life. Um, you know, all, all of the, the, the contents that we have talked about, all the principles that we have talked about, I will be taking a very deep dive and expounding more plus pulling out a lot of testimony from my own life as to how all these principles actually work. Remember I said at the beginning of, of, of our conversation that that's my mindset. I'm like, I'm challenging the Lord. Lord, you get me through the Bible. There's all these great principles. Well, I need to see some results because that is also, by the way, the mindset of a king. It is okay to pursue results because the results are testimony of success, of succeeding. And, um, you know, and I'll be going through all of, all of these, all of these principles because I'm tackling the mindset issue. Firstly, we need to understand who we are. We are supposed to be kings. Now, how do you how do you get from pauper to prince? How do you get from pauper to prince? That has to be a mindset transplant. That has to be a mindset transformation. And this is what I try to focus on. You are called to be a king. Let's just figure that out. What that what is that in the word? Plus, you are called. To be a king building wealth from the kingdom what does that mean what are what do you what what purposes are involved in god's bigger plan how do you plug into that bigger plan and i love that what uh glenn has has taught in his teaching apostle glenn and he talks about that though, in his on-track training about how when we are part of god's plan then you are fulfilling your particular purpose and destiny. And, and so I, I love that. And, I, and I'm just going to piggyback on that. It, it really is us finding our place in his bigger plan. Hmm. It really is about us finding our place in his bigger plan. And, and I'm hoping to reach out to many of you out there who are called to be kings, that hidden army of kings to arise. Wow. That's so good. And so, Yes. And um, so I'll be on the first day I'll be teaching is foundational, but so key for that metal transplant. And then we'll be going through um, a time of actually I'll, I'll actually be organizing a king's banquet as well, you know, for on Saturday to build relationships in, in the community and the tribe of kings. And then the next day I'm actually bringing in a whole lineup of speakers from the real estate industry, from the tech industry. And I'll be I'll be having people teach about entrepreneurship. So it's, it's one thing to learn about being king. It's another thing to learn about strategies. And so day two will be all about practical strategies, industry knowledge. How do you build wealth in real estate, which what I've been doing the last 10 years, I'll be sharing my own personal testimony plus strategies. How do you do that? You know, what does it mean to, 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 to buy property? How do you, how do you save on taxes? That's what I've been spending a lot of energy in my mind, figuring out how do I minimize, optimize? All these are terms of all these verbiage are, are terms of how do you, how do you, how do you grow wealth? How do you build wealth? How do you build generational wealth? You know, and so I got a lot, a lot to share with with people who are willing to listen, like Jesus say. You know, I, I I'll invite everybody. If you're not able to make it to Atlanta on 16th to 17th, please come online. We're we're making it 
available for everybody at $50, you will get a conference pass for two days live stream. You got to hear all those strategies. You got to hear all the teaching. You got to hear all the testimony, you know. And so the second day will be a, a full day. Even my my spiritual dad, Apostle Ryan Lestrange, he's also going to be there. He's, he's like very, very, very good in the area of social media. And and I'm asking him to teach about that. How do, how do you grow a social media business? And so it's, it's all these different angles of, of, uh, of becoming the leader that God wants you to be, be, becoming the strategic leader that God has in mind for you before the foundation of time. So that's, uh, yeah. So good. And so everyone to um, be part of the conference, go to kingsandwealth.com. You can register there. Um, be there in person in Atlanta, the 16th and 17th of July. So this conference is going to help with very, um, practical ways, you know, to really, to change. So uh, that's, that's very powerful. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And, and, and I just wanted to add that it is not just uh, a, a practical conference. So I, I just want to bring out the message that is so important. Why I do Kings and Wealth is because, you know, Adam gave the planet earth away. Mm. And therefore, you know, today, most of, the world as we know it, influence is in the enemy's camp. And it's time for kings to arise and recover the land that has been lost over 6,000 years. Wow. Yeah. So that's basically the big picture. It is, it is to recapture the pinnacles of the mountains of influence that are no longer in the kingdom's hands. And kings have to arise, Amen. you know. Yeah, and kings take territory. You talk about that often. Now, your book, um, which is the first book of the Kings and Wealth Collection, Kings on the Rise. Let's just talk a little bit more about that and and how how can we get our hands on a copy of your book? Thank you. Thank you, Glenn. Yes, so Kings on the Rise is I believe will be the first. You know, first we gotta prepare the kings. We gotta call the kings out. That's why it's called Kings on the Rise. You know, and um there's so much more to unpack in terms of strategies, in terms of wealth building. I'm hoping to to bring out a lot more books on 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 that. But this is the first book. This is the first foundational book, your foundational identity as a king. If you relate or whatever that I'm saying resonate with you in any way Chances are you are supposed to respond to a very high call to be a king for Christ. And therefore, it is time that you put aside all those garments of unworthiness, all those garments of, you know, you're feeling like you're not good enough. How can it be that you are actually created to fulfill such a big role for the kingdom? But the fact that we're sitting here and, and you're listening to this call means that God wants you to do to do a big role, to fill big shoes because he's grooming you to be the king for him. And um, therefore, I would encourage everybody on this call to get in touch with me, get in touch with me on Facebook. And um, maybe I can just type in our, uh, let me see, our email info at kingsandwealth.com. Okay. Info at kingsandwealth.com. Yes. And, uh, you know, con connect with us. Very happy to get to get some pre-orders. I would send all the books to you personally. Um, you know, this is this is 
this is a book that I guarantee you that your mindset will be different once you're done from cover to cover. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so important. And that is the foundational shift that needs to take place is the mindset. You know, the Bible talks all about that. The very word repentance, metanoia in the Greek has to do with changing your mind, which results in changed actions and behavior. And again, guys, I just want to say for those of you who've been listening and you've been talking about, well, you know, God's going to do this and the Lord's promised me and you've had prophetic words that you have to execute. You have to execute. So sometimes what happens is we receive a word from the Lord, but the Lord wants to seek us more. You know, talking about kings, right? It, it, it talks about in, in the scriptures in the Old Testament, the honor of, of God to, to conceal a matter. But, you know, it's, it's actually the honor of a king to be able to dig it out, to search for it, to uncover it, and so on. And that whole thing is that God says, hey, I'll give you some hidden things, some revelation, but I want you to seek me for more, you know, seek me for how to implement this, how to execute and so on. And there's a lot of people that are not experiencing breakthrough simply because they have a promise, but they don't have a process. And God wants to help you with that as well. But there's some foundational things that have to change in our lives in order for us to experience that. This has been a very, very powerful interview and discussion. We're definitely going to have you come back, uh, Ye, to do more and, and to break things down and kind of take a deep dive into these areas. Um, would love, again, just for everyone to connect with you, Facebook at Kings and Wealth and Instagram at Kings and Wealth and the website kingsandwealth.com. July 16th and 17th, the conference in Atlanta, Georgia. You can be there in person or register online for only $50. Um, awesome, guys. And then the book is coming out soon. And you can uh, connect with YE at kingsandwealth.com. Get more information there or email info at kingsandwealth.com as well. All right. We are going to pray. And I would love for you to lead us in prayer, YE, and just speak a blessing over those who are watching this, who just want to see that shift and, and come into that place where they're experiencing breakthrough and in the area of wealth and so on. Um, Before you pray though, any final words, something on your heart that's just burning that you just, you got to just release it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I just want to speak to uh, whoever that's listening to this again, I think many of your audiences, Apostle Glenn, has got a sense that they are meant for something greater, but they have been fearful to press in, to press into to what God has prepared for them. So I'm just going to pray for you right away. And and my, my agreement, hopefully with you, that you will step up to what God has intended for you. Father, I praise you. I thank you for this amazing time to share with Apostle Glenn's audience. There are so many kings out there. Maybe some of you are, are priests as well, pastors, ministers. It, it doesn't matter. The truth, the eternal truth is that, Father, you have called your sons and daughters to be kings and priests, to rule and reign alongside you, along your son, your son, Yeshua, 
to to bring your dominion, to bring to usher your dominion and your influence onto planet Earth. And I ask that Father, you move the hearts of those who have been called, that they would have the courage to respond to this high calling that you have put into them, into their their existence, into their being, that they have been called to greater to greater heights and that they are called to be strategic leaders, that they are called to, to create tremendous wealth, that they are called to amass the ammunition for our end times. And Father, I ask that you just release, release that freedom over them and release that courage over them. I speak that forth in the name of Jesus over them, that fear will no lo- fear and lies will no longer have a hold on their mind, but in fact, they are, they are imbued with the mind of Jesus Christ, that they are called to be geniuses, and Father, that they would step forth to respond to your calling, that high calling of being a king for Christ and to build wealth for the kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Wow. Thank you so much, Y.E. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for being part of this interview with my guest, Y.E. Schmidt, who former attorney turned global investor and who teaches you how to accrue wealth in order to advance the kingdom of God. The principles, the mindset shifts, all that you're needed to really step into the fullness of God wants. Guys, it may be just increasing your influence, you know, but ultimately coming to a place where we believe and we respond in obedience to what the Lord is telling us to do. You can follow her on Instagram, Kings and Wealth Founder, Facebook, Kings and Wealth, and the website, of course, is kingsandwealth.com. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today to the Uh, Kingdom Community Show. My name is Glenn Blakeney. If you'd like to connect with us, we have a special training um, initiative that we've just launched called On Track, O-N-T-R-A-C. You can learn more at kingdomcommunity.global. I promise you it will transform your life. Go to kingdomcommunity.global and learn more. Connect with us. We love you and we bless you in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. Have a great day, great evening, wherever you are in the world. Our journey as Christ's followers is a lifelong process of revelation, renewal, recovery, and refocus. Our responsibility is not to discover our purpose or fulfill our destiny, but rather to join God on the journey, allowing Him to shape destiny into our lives. As we stay the course and align ourselves with what He is doing, our life becomes vibrant, deeply significant, and full of purpose. The Kingdom Community has developed a process that will help you move the needle. It's called On Track. And you can sign up now by visiting kingdomcommunity.global. On T-R-A-C is a prophetic life-shaping process with clear objectives. 1. Transform you into the person God has created you to be. 2. Empower you to fulfill your ultimate assignment in advancing the Kingdom of God. 3. Ensure you to finish well and leaving a lasting legacy. On Track consists of assessments, personal coaching, mastermind sessions, and the formulation of a customized plan to help you live out your full potential in Christ and completing His kingdom assignment for your life. Head over to kingdomcommunity.global to sign up for On Track today. Again, the website is kingdomcommunity.global.
www.thepodcastnetwork.global.